Jill wrote jealous. Welcome to the Baffle Club. Hi, Jilly. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good this week. Feeling sprightly. Mm. Good. Mm. There's something in the air, isn't there? There is. What is in the air? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I have a story for you this week about something that is in the air. Mm. And it's birds. Oh, and I no. think I think anyone that's followed my journey or is a friend of mine, mm-hmm. my journey, knows <laughs> that I have a really, really deep-rooted fear of winged creatures. Birds specifically. specifically. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I don't know what, I've had a couple of um, moments and a couple of attacks uh, that have really thrown me throughout the years, and I yeah. can't bring myself, I can't bring myself to feel safe around them. And so, and we know this particular time of year, spring, especially in Australia, oh. the magpies, also known as swoopy boys, uh, wreak havoc on the general yeah. public. I actually read something the other day that said that they're doing a magpie cull this year. You'd be thrilled with that. <laughs> Over the moon because. There are, there's too many of them and they are getting very aggressive. Are they um, in New Zealand? Good question. They are not in... <laughs> I've seen a couple of what looks like, looks to be a magpie here, but not the not the real deal. Um, I love that you're have, scoping them out. You've arrived and you're like, clocking what you. What have we got? Clocking what have we got? you. <laughs> Who's going to attack me? I know you know that I fear you, so you're coming for me. <laughs> you're coming for me and only me. And... So today I was going for a lovely walk on the beach with my son. Um, we go over like these rocks around to this little cove. And as we got to this cove, no, they don't have magpies in New Zealand, but they've got these <laughs> dog-sized <laughs> seagulls that are horrendous. And there was a, like this huge <laughs> group of them. What's the collective noun for a flock? A flock. Flock of Oh my gosh, these dog seagulls. Dogs. <laughs> these dog gulls. Yeah. Dogs with wings. And, and they're all like on each other. Like you know when when birds or animals of any description are like and I was oh, Freddie's so excited. Mama birdies, mama birdies and so he he's runs running towards, them. towards no. them. And I'm thinking, I'm gonna have to do a full on swoop uh, and save. <laughs> Or you'd Pardon be like, the pun. I've got to go. <laughs> My small toddler child, I can't is being protect taken you. Off I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> this is where my parental duties stop. Yeah, this is me. <laughs> Bye, Freddie. <laughs> and he runs off. And then I see like what they're all swarming around is are these huge fish that have come mm, in dead. and beached themselves. Sure. And I was on the phone to my sister at the time as well. And 
I showed showed her on FaceTime and she was like, oh yeah, oh my gosh, they're snapper. They're like really big snapper. And so you've got these like big fish, these big birds. You've got like a lot going on and Freddie's running towards it all. And I just had this moment of like, how do I not pass on my fear to my son? Like, how of do course. I not? I just Instill went in there. That instill that in him I just went in there and got him out the gulls sort of started turning on one another because they're all fighting over and I later looked up these birds they're called the black backed gulls of New Zealand that sounds appropriate very aggressive and I'm just lucky we got out (laughs) you had a brush with death early on in the morning um I just know what what kind of PTSD that will now develop within you. It's probably like mm. we don't go to the beach going forward maybe. Ever again. <laughs> you know our it's, beach trips, you know our daily trips to the beach? Yeah, not going to Over, over. Uh-huh. I'm so, so happy to hear that uh, – your bird fear is still alive and well. It provides me with so much <laughs> entertainment. entertainment. Um, but on the other hand, I'm sorry that you are still going through this. Thank you. Maybe one week we could just do a whole app on bird fear. Yeah, let's do a deep dive. But for now, <laughs> just a little snippet. Ladybird, what is your baffle moment for this week? Okay, I have to tell you how I came to our moment for this week. I was, I think it's been accentuated by the fact that we're currently in lockdown, but sure, I feel like I get this gap of time every day, this space that is mine, and I put Freddie down for his sleep. It happens at around 12 31 o'clock, and I get like an hour or two of just me time. And I sometimes put myself under a lot of pressure in terms of what I should achieve during that time and what I could get done. So I'm thinking, you know, at the moment, I obviously can't leave the house. I mean, the child is in in bed but um I could do the washing. That would be frowned upon, right? (laughs) Surely. I could clean the whole house. I could – read my catch up on my reading like you know read my book I could there's there's you know the possibilities are endless the other day Jono came out of the office he's like what have you been what have you been doing while Freddie's been asleep and I'm like I've just been on my phone this whole time like I sit there and I look I'm looking for something, Lisa, that doesn't – I've come I've, – I've really thought about this. I'm looking for something that doesn't exist. What do you mean? <laughs> break it down. So I was, I'm going to need more clarity. Need more clarity. <laughs> so my baffle moment, to be clear, is the, the, the fact that I think I'm addicted to my phone. And I think most you're people – You're baffled at how much time you're spending yeah, on your how phone. how much time. And I think most people I, are addicted to their phones. And – I was speaking to my sister a little while ago about this and she was like, don't you ever feel like, like, what are you going on your phone for? Like when you grab it and you're looking for something, what are you, what are you looking for? And I think. Serotonin. Yeah. Yeah. You want an easy boost of, of a bit serotonin. Of dope, a bit of dopamine. And it's like. <laughs> yeah. And what that hit 
But she said, do you ever finish looking at your phone and think, I got it? Like I got that hit? No. I never get it. So you're constantly going back on your phone to find it. To get it. It's a a cycle. It's a full-on addiction. And I'm kind of at a point now where I really want to break the cycle and I want to spend – I'm not saying I don't want this to be any 5 5 a.m. club, you know, phone detox. (laughs) I'm not definitely not putting out anything this week that's like, let's try something. It's not. It's more like for me, I need to be more aware of how often I'm using my phone and not, not use it as much. So more than like an extreme experiment, just slightly shift your habits. Yeah. So you're not so reliant on getting those hits from from your phone. Yeah. Or it'll even or I'll even talk myself into oh, I need to go on my phone because I need to and we've both talked about our shopping online addiction, which is a whole nother episode, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what what shopping <laughs> online addiction? Don't talk to me. <laughs> don't talk to me about online shopping. And but I find like I'll go on with a purpose, like, oh, I need to check the weather because I'm about to go outside an hour later. <laughs> I am deep, deep in, in someone's hole. feed. <laughs> like, but but it but it has been one of the most wonderful developments mm. in the world of technology. You have everything at your fingertips, which is so convenient, but such a trap that you fall into because you just go into that world and you stay there. Completely. It's a problem for everyone. Yeah, and and at what cost? Like at what cost do we have that convenience? It is is very confronting when you get that little pop-up on your phone that tells you your average screen time for the week. It's like it's a a weekly reminder that you could have done so much with your time that wasn't sucked into the void. Um, I'm interested to know what is your current daily average of time spent on your phone this is very revealing oh god how do i even find that which probably says a lot about me (laughs) i go in okay i'm in settings i'm in screen screen time okay i've got a daily daily average average. go on and i'll tell you mine you're not gonna (laughs) lie okay mine is one hour and 54 minutes oh my god an hour and 55 minutes a day yeah that's my average. Mine is four hours and 15 minutes. Oh. <laughs> Han, you got a problem. <laughs> but in my defense, a lot of my work is done via social media and true and using my phone. Like I film a lot of things on my phone. I edit a lot of things on my phone. So in my defense, but that's not, I have a problem also. Well, you've got a problem. Four hours. That's a lot. That is a I just lot. think an hour and 55 minutes, that's like checking your emails, do it. Like that's nothing. I think you're being really hard on yourself. <laughs> Ease up. Go harder. Oh, no, because when I think. If anything, you should be spending some more time online. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's a pro- like, and maybe that's. A daily average at the moment and maybe I actually do spend more time on it than that. That, I feel that feels like low. It does feel low for me um, considering 
Yeah, I mean, I'd spend a little bit more time on your phone and try and work out where the average has, has gone wrong. Look, look, can I read you something that... Go on. That really... So I was thinking about the topic for this week and then I was reading my book at the moment that's called Untamed. Um, Great book. Have you read it? Mm-hmm. It's so good. If you it's, haven't, it's really good. If you haven't read it, get in there. And I'll just... I'll read out this short section. You tell me when I'm when I'm waffling on but she's talking (laughs) cut me cut me oh you'll just see me um jumping on my phone if i zone out um she's talking about her son and she said when um chase was little we'd find him at his at the kitchen table drawing maps of the world and making lists of every country on earth and its capital he'd pass entire afternoons writing his own song lyrics and we'd collect little poems he'd left all over the house When he turned 13, we bought him a cell phone because he desperately wanted one and we wanted to make him happy. Slowly, we watched him fade away. He stopped drawing maps and reading and writing and we stopped finding poems around the house. When he was with us, I could sense his need to be there instead. So even when he wasn't on his phone, he was gone. He was just hovering among us. His eyes had changed. They became a little duller and heavier. They'd been the brightest eyes I'd ever seen and then one day they just weren't. In his phone, Chase had found a place easier to exist than inside his own skin. And that was tragic because inside the itchiness of our own skin is where we discover who we are. And it goes on and on to sort of talk about how it's in those moments where we don't have a phone, where we've got to pick up a pen and paper, play the guitar, or um, that itchy boredom is like where we have our biggest moments of self-discovery. Um and it made me feel really sad. It made me really think as well as a parent when I would introduce or, you know, allow Freddie to have a phone. Mm. But it made me sad. It made me think, yeah, are there paintings I haven't painted? Are there books? Obviously, there's books I haven't read. But there's this amount of time daily that's we've just revealed our percentages that's just being, like, given to our yeah. phone. What? Totally. And And I think, like... It has a different effect on different generations. Like millennials, I think it has made us uh, disconnect in a personal kind of way. Like we communicate online only and Mm. then Gen Z, you really find that they have this incredible pressure on them to look a certain way, which – I feel a little bit, but less so because we had a time before Mm. social media and our phones. And then even like our parents' generation, they are so engaged in the Facebook Facebook. world. Like my my mum is obsessed with Facebook. And I actually have to say to her sometimes when I go home, like she's glued to her phone Mm. and She's actually had spells where she has deleted Facebook because she gets so intertwined in this world of sharing community posts and like obviously they use their habits are using it in a different way. But you know, even words with friends, the Scrabble game, she mm. spends hours on that. So it's like it's very interesting to see the generational gap and how it has this effect. I mean, the overarching, you know message is that we're all wasting a bit too much time and absolutely there are benefits especially throughout lockdown technology has allowed us to stay connected in various ways when we're physically separated from people but I find it really interesting that you're having this 
moment of questioning how much time you're spending on your phone because not only weeks ago you said to me, (laughs) I hate talking on the phone. I hate using Mm. my phone to communicate. I'm not, I don't like doing it. So for you, it's a very, and I would say a lot of millennials, like it's a, it's a very insular activity going yeah. on your phone. You get sucked in there and I don't really want to communicate with anyone else. I don't want to, if someone calls me, yuck, I don't want that. I don't want to really chat to I don't want to, to answer people. it. I just, <laughs> no. I just want to be on it. Be in there. In it. But it's, it's this very, it's this escapism, I think. You just want to get sucked in there and for me, yes, there's the work side of it, but also I just want to, um, numb my brain for a little bit Mm. it's seen now as downtime it's like oh Mm. i've got a moment to myself oh goody i'll go and curl up and hop on my phone and it's even i've found that lately i can't focus as much on watching like even if i wanted to watch a series or a movie i find it really hard my attention span's changed where I find it difficult to watch a movie for the whole period of time. I'm really trying to consciously not go on my phone while watching shows. Oscar has to have his phone while watching any he's he, I can't tell you the last time that he's watched a show without having his phone up at the same time. It's actually very annoying because it goes, "What's happened?" I'm like, "The episode has actually just ended. I'm not going to tell you the whole synopsis of the show. You've yeah. been on your phone the whole time." That's your choice, buddy. Um, you you yeah. live with that one. <laughs> so that's very irritating, but that's that's one habit that I've been really consciously trying to not be on my phone while watching something. Mm. But you're right. We need to we need to form some healthy habits and I'm hoping you know, both of us are in lockdown right now. I'm hoping we can get back to being a little bit more social, won't need our phone as mm. much. But I find that when I am to. deep in work and when I'm really busy, I use my phone mm. far, far less um, purely because I, I don't have the time. And I just one last little bit from um, this another book, quote. Another quote for you. If <laughs> I, find, I just found this bit really interesting. Her son actually, to give you a little bit of – um, of the ending of the story. She, her son actually comes to her and says, oh, I found out there's all these celebrities like Ed Sheeran that don't have phones. And, it, and although it becomes like their defining feature, the fact they don't have a phone, her son decided to give up social media and that he didn't actually need it. He wanted to get back to those things that he really enjoyed before. But she makes this statement and she says, I was once talking to a Silicon Valley executive who had played an integral role in the creation of pr- the pr- proliferation of cell phones. And I asked how old her kids were when she'd give them the phone. I guess she was hoping that she'd give some insight and that would be the age that was okay to give your child a phone. Um, And she laughed and said, oh, my kids don't have phones. And she goes, ah, and she said, "Um, that's it. Don't give your kids, don't get your kids high on your own supply. Like it's, it's this very interesting Mm, idea. But see, then I have, I have problems with that because you can't keep them I, and I, I'm not a parent, but like mm. you can't keep kids from social media. Yeah. You have to strike the balance because I, I think that's going too far the other way and they'll be – they won't actually know how to safely interact online if you don't teach them the skills because it's inevitable. One way or another, mm-hmm. they'll find their, their way online. So, yeah, mm, I think that's extreme. But, you know, each their own. Each their own. Yeah, I guess – we could maybe give some like little tips maybe about 
different ways or maybe this week we could come up with some different ideas for ways that people can start to move away from their phones i find that putting it in another room really helps um Mm. and actually the distance that that creates means that it's just not as accessible purely yeah as we said we don't want to go to extreme here but i'm going to (laughs) like i'm absolutely not giving up my phone Mm-mm. Um, I'll wake up at 5am before I give up my phone. <laughs> I, I'm just going to try and get my daily average down. I'm yeah. going to commit to that. We'll check in next week. Yeah. And cool. We'll try and, and get let's, that. Let's do that. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Let's wrap this up because I've got to pee so thanks everyone for tuning in episode nine huge milestone for us thanks to everyone who tunes in each week if you don't already follow us over at baffle club podcast on instagram i don't want to toot our horn but it's looking pretty schmick lately get on there get on over there i think you'll laugh you'll cry you'll meet new friends uh it's gonna be a great follow you can find me at lisa k ham and julie how can people find you you can find me over at julie red jealous <laughs> to be honest <laughs> same place same time um but don't talk to us too much because we're trying to stay off our phones yeah, don't, 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 don't contact, contact us, us. <laughs> don't call don't write bye <laughs> we'll hit you up um yeah thanks for tuning in we'll uh, chat to you next week bye bye